A bizarre finish to Monday Night Football. The Washington Commanders victorious, handing the Philadelphia Eagles their first loss of the season, 32-21. We'll get into everything with the game and the officiating, which is a situation that I think needs very, very close monitoring here uh, as we move on in the 2022 season. And breaking news now, Cooper Cup, Los Angeles Rams star wide receiver, ankle surgery. He is heading to IR. What does that mean for the Rams? And should they just pack it in for the rest of this season? All that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Get those Twitter questions in for our mailbag segment on Wednesday's episode. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt, why do we cover the NFL every day? Because the <laughs> NFL is chaos. It is bizarre. It is insane. And you think you know what's going to happen, and you do not. Some big stories today. We'll get to Cooper Cup's injury and what that means for the Rams and Cooper Cup in a second. But how about Monday Night Football? Did you see the Washington Commanders being that team that knocked off the Philadelphia Eagles, handing them their first loss? And did the Eagles deserve to get handed their first loss on Monday Night Football? I certainly didn't see this coming, that's for sure. I mean, at home Monday night in that environment, you know, losing to the Commanders led by Heineke. No, I did not see that coming. But you turn the ball over four times, you know, and wasn't a real clean game by Philadelphia. We've seen much better performances, although Washington did have two turnovers of their own. But I think there's some interesting nuggets here. And more and more, and I'm sure I've brought this up. I mean, like in this game, the Eagles averaged a yard and a half more per play than Washington. But Washington had the ball for over 40 minutes and had 49 rush attempts. They weren't even all that useful. They were 3.1 a rush. You know, I mean, that's well below average. You're not happy running the ball for 3.1 yards per rush. But when you do it 49 times, it really evens the playing field. And I think we brought this up with Tampa and Green Bay yesterday. You know, Rodgers and Brady saying, run it, run it, run it. I always bring it up with the Bears, the Giants, the Falcons. Going into the season, we thought they might be the three least talented teams in the whole league. And they've been highly competitive and won a lot of games because of their run game. So I'm not an analytics expert. I pretend to be at times and I enjoy it, but I really hope some of the analytic folks, football outsiders, pro football focus, et cetera, et cetera, really examine the run game in today's NFL compared to previous years, because I think a voluminous one is getting more and more and more valuable. Well, as the league passes more, the teams that don't have that sort of a dynamic passing game, the way you level the playing field is play keep away and run the hell out of the ball. And the reason that the that Washington ran for 3.1 yards per carry is because it was successful enough earlier in the game to where they Mm -hmm. could continue to run the ball to where the, the Eagles had to sell out against the run and eventually it caught up with them. And, you know, some 
some guttiness from Taylor Heineke. His line doesn't look great. 17 of 29, 211 yards passing, no touchdowns, an interception. But that's why you want to run the ball 49 times is so you don't have Taylor Heineke throwing the ball 49 Sure, times. sure. Oh, 100%. And, you know, we think of Eagles as this great running team, and at times they are, but they kind of allowed it too. I mean, Miles Sanders was non-existent in the first half. I mean, they finished with just 20 carries despite being in the game all along and having – the best line in the league. Like, and Hurts played fine. It wasn't a keep it out of his hand situation like Heineke. But if you allow teams to run that are inferior to you over and over and over, feels like 1975. That still works. And it really does level the playing field. There are no nose tackles in the league anymore, basically. I mean, there's no run stuffing inside linebackers that are 260 pounds. So, you know, the, the league average run defense is way worse than it was even 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, because everyone yeah. has to defend the pass. And yeah, you're yeah. into your defensive lineman. You can't have a 350-pounder that just can't can't move, can't penetrate at all, you know, and get after a quarterback and get after a mobile quarterback, too, as we're seeing a lot. So, yeah, some adjustments to the adjustments in the NFL. Um and, and, and did we did we see that you look and and this if, if you want to find an upset go find a divisional matchup where teams are familiar they play each other a couple times a year and washington's five and five they're not an awful football team you know no, so, no. You know, the eagles were you know teams rarely go undefeated in the nfl for a reason the eagles still one of the best teams in the nfl not the best team in the nfl but did they show their achilles heel with that run defense in this game you know because that's the going to be the blueprint for any team that wants to play against them is run the heck out of the football against the Eagles because you can have success doing it. And if, and it's the, it's the path of least resistance for a lot of teams too. Absolutely. You know, like if, if I were you, this would give my Niners hope, you know, that the NFC isn't quite written in stone yet. There are some matchups that could give the Eagles problems. It was just two weeks ago. I previewed Steelers Eagles like crazy and, the, and Philly blew them out. Of course. But, you know, preview, I was on 8 million Steeler radio things going into that game. And they're like, well, what's the, What's the negatives of this Eagle team? Like, well, I'm reaching. There aren't many, and there weren't at that point. But, you know, at that point, they were giving up five yards a carry. You know, I was like, well, maybe this run defense catches up with them. And that was before Jordan Davis went down, you know. So, and then side note, they lose Dallas Goddard in this game. So, I mean, to your point, it's just hard to maintain excellence from start to finish throughout the year, of course. But you're right, too. The divisional games certainly give you a leg up, even if you're a little less talented. No doubt. And and seeds seven to one in the NFC. And we're, I think we're seeing it in the AFC, too, um, might be a little bit closer than you would expect they would be. Maybe this year of all years seems like mm-hmm. a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more parody this year, even though that's what the league has tried to do for decades now is create that parody. And, and we're definitely seeing it right now in 2022. Absolutely. And I'm not at all worried about the Eagles, but if they were to play the Niners in the NFC championship or hypothetically Tampa gets a ground game going. Well, I think it's a lot more even fight than I would have expected. Right, yeah. Like, so a home game, playoff game next week for the Eagles against the Niners, Tampa, something like that. Mm-hmm. They're favored by, what, three? Three and a half, you know? So, yeah, so maybe more than like with Tampa. Touchdown or something. Yeah, right. I guess. But even with Tampa, I think we're going to see a lot better football than we have, too. So. I do, too. I have faith in them turning it around a little bit. Are the Commanders relevant? They have so, to be. yeah. The record says they are. Uh, will they continue? Because the, the, the commanders are the only team now after winning here uh, in the NFC that is between like the 49ers and the Lions. 
right right this record rise you know because there was going to be if the if if the commanders lost this game there's going to be like a two game gap between the playoff teams and the non-playoff teams and it was mm-hmm. almost like i think we said that yesterday it almost looks like the nfc playoff picture is pretty much set with a little yeah. bit of seed jockeying right now um and might be even more so when we talk about some of the latest news with the injuries to um cooper cup and, and where the rams are going you know are, are the packers sure. gonna be close enough to come jump the jump into the conversation as well because they're behind the commanders they're behind a lot of teams right now in that nfc seating there's a lot of season to go but really quick before we get off this monday night football game you just hate the way the game ends and it's a good game and it's close yeah. and uh, I, the the league has to do something because you have to protect your players but you have to be able to play and you can't have quarterbacks like, yeah, I got the penalty to win the game. You know, right, that's, right, that's right. That's not what this whole thing is about. And just flopping on the ground to try to see if you can get that penalty, like that can't happen because it looks like a football play. You know, Brandon Graham's coming off the edge. He doesn't know if he fumbled the ball. What's is he jumping on the ball? What's going on here? And you can't go. You can't with. The, you have to protect your players, but you can't have quarterbacks going out there and just. You know, it's like a, an NBA flop, basically. Right, like right, right. Soccer flop where you're going out there and the penalty is what you're trying to get. Like, they, they just can't happen that way. And I don't know if it was the letter of the the rules. It was a perfect call. It was a great call. But I hate the call. It, sh- it shouldn't happen that way. And um, it, it, it it's still up to the players to protect themselves a little bit. And that, to me, wasn't a, a play where where you, you flag a guy for a quarterback that's in the pocket running around and all of a sudden just jumps on the ground. I know. And, and it could easily go that way. You know, it reminds me of punters. Somebody's in breathes on them and, Oh, you know, they go flying <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> you know, like it's going to work. Why not? Like you're trying to find right. an edge. That's 15 yards. That's 15 yards. Team. First down. Let's go. You know, right. Especially in a clutch, clutch situation. This isn't the same conversation, but Herbert this past, you know, two days ago, gets blasted right in the chin, right in the face mask, helmet goes sideways, but he's perfectly fine. He's clear eyed, you know, but he has and to go off, you know, and he's not like sliding either. He's a runner at that point. He's, he's a runner. Headfirst. And the, you always slow it down. They always show it. Oh, look, of slow course, down. Look, he took a step and he took a step like that. Momentum's already happening. And, and, and Dre, that, that was a play that I didn't like either with Drake Greenlaw getting ejected from the game. Like he's yeah, going to tackle guy. His much. target is shoulder, his target is shoulder at the chest, which is supposed to be. And then another guy hits him this way. And in the split second, there's nothing you can do. Your momentum's already there. And he gets knocked into it. Like that, that wasn't where he was targeting the player. And right. that player was not sliding. He was going head first. So, um, if you're not going to give yourself up in a way that's obvious, then it's on the player, I think, in a lot of cases. So you can't yeah. over-officiate in that way. And, and those are huge penalties. Like if it was Austin Eckler, does he get ejected and does Eckler have to leave the game? Because really, that's what Herbert was on that play. He was running. He was a ball carry. He's no yes. different than Eckler or Earl Campbell. You know, I mean, it's just uh, – I get it. I mean, it's a bad optic. It's a quarterback. But not only does, to me, Greenlaw never should have been ejected, but – correct me if I'm wrong, I and mean, you might remember the game better than I do, the backup comes in, they settle for a field goal. Like, I'm not saying they would have scored, but it was right at the end of the half. They had a much better chance to score with Herbert than they did the backup, you know? Right. Like, yeah, and so that gets dicey both ways. It's like, right. okay, are, are you going to try to get a penalty? Well, okay, well, how about we hit you in the head on purpose, and now you're out of the game. I'll yeah, trade, right, right, right. I'll trade my linebacker for your starting quarterback all day long. Yeah, then it ends up like a hockey situation. You put right. your goon out there, you take out the best player, you know. Exactly. My yeah, fifth so. linebacker, I'm going to, you know, his only job is to hurt people until he right. gets ejected, you know. He right. could go down that road. 
you, you, you uh, can't have that. Um, I have a quick commander's question for you, and we'll wrap this up if you go move on. But yeah. I didn't realize Wentz is able to practice starting this week. Are you going back to Wentz or Heineke? I think that's a really tough call. You, I think you stick with what's working right now. It's been uh, better with Heineke. Yeah. It, do you remember? I think wasn't it earlier on in the season where Ron Rivera? I think it was Ron Rivera was asked what's going on. You know, what, what's 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 what would you say is the problem right now with the, with this game or the football team or something? He's like, mm-hmm. the quarterback. This is the answer. Nobody no, likes ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> to get him to there. Like, oh, I can't wait to get, get rid of this guy. I don't know what it is, but yeah, maybe Heineke because Heineke feels like a guy that leases your stopgap, your backup going forward. Wins. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to last again on another team. So, All right. I have I have mixed feelings. I mean, Heineke played pretty well. He did some gutsy things. Then he makes a couple throws that just show how limited he is. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you're not going to go far with Heineke. You know, the upside is definitely better with Wentz. Mm-hmm. So that's and, a tough and you decision. How looming? Right. Yeah. Maybe, that maybe that's the way to go. Maybe but we are five right. and five. You're fighting for a playoff Can't spot. Five, five, you got to give yeah. your team the best chance to win. Is that is that Wentz? So that is a big decision for the Washington Commanders going forward. Big decisions for the Los Angeles Rams. One of those decisions has already been made for them. Cooper Cup, ankle surgery, that and more coming up on Peacock and Williamson. Today's episode of PNW is brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. How easy is it? Well, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You are not drafting an entire team. All you're doing is picking two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks, projection you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry you're not competing against other people it's not a bunch of sharks against you it's just you versus those projections and we're talking nfl projections of course if you wanted to be involved in monday night football you could have picked more or less uh, than jalen hurts passing yards for example and uh, at 175 passing yards you would have won if you picked less than on his passing yards projection from monday night football you can win up to 10 times your money with Prize Picks. It is super easy. Withdrawals are safe and fast. And Prize Picks is currently operational in 30 states and Canada. And not just NFL, we're talking every sport you can think of college sports, pro sports, motor sports, combat sports. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com right now to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, Price Picks will give you 50 more to play with. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Did you know that over the holidays property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Yeah, I said that correctly. 50% off. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. And package theft is a big one. You get that camera set up exactly where you need it with crystal clear HD live stream of those security cameras. So you can actually capture um, a clear picture of what's going on in front of your home when you're not at home. When you're inside your home, you can see what's going on outside your home and a wide variety of high-tech sensors for any door, any window in your house, along with 24-7 professional monitoring by Simply Safe tech and support staff. In an emergency, that 24-7 professional monitoring, uh, fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe captures critical evidence to verify a threat and if it is real, so you can get your priority police response. 
So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. The games that matter the most, the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, shut it down. Shut down the Los Angeles Rams. The world champions, the reigning Super Bowl champions are in a bad spot. They only have three wins right now on the season. They lost their quarterback last week. They're they're starting a guy named Wolford at quarterback, losing to a team that's starting Colt McCoy at quarterback. And now their star player, the one guy who was really playing at a high level, and they've got a couple guys that are still playing at a high level on yeah. that Rams roster. Cooper Cup, like he's been the offense for them this year. Now he has ankle surgery going on IR, and the second half of his season is probably in doubt. I don't know if you even want to bring him back at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a big picture conversation I want to have about the Rams. Is they're flat out a bad football team right now. They're numerically, I mean, EPA, yards per play, they're last in the league. They're not 25th, they're 32nd. I mean, like, they're the worst offense in football that has the Texans and Panthers and teams like that in it. And again, it's all worth it. They have a ring. I don't care what it costs, so be it. But... There are a couple players in this league, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, but none more than Cooper Cup that are quarterback aside, basically the entire offense. You know, like there's nothing else working on that offense. Awful run game, dreadful offensive line, quarterback's not quite the same, but really has no chance. I'm talking about Stafford. Robinson's a flat out bust. I mean, Higby's your second best player on, on, uh, in terms of weaponry or non quarterbacks. That's horrible. And Cup still produces at a ridiculous level. Some of it's McVeigh, but mostly it's Cup. Without them, I feel like they will they won't get another first down all year. So, what I wanted to talk about is what do you do, though? You know, like, is McVeigh in for a rebuild? They don't have any picks. So, BP, while you were t- telling everyone about our wonderful sponsors, I pulled up their salary cap for next year. This is unbelievable. I heard people talking about it, but I never really looked at it. So, right now, they have 37 active players under contract. However, almost all of them, about 20 of them, are no-name, six-round pick-type dudes. Jacoby Durant, you know, Tyron Williams those type of dudes. They have no middle class whatsoever. And here's what's crazy. Cap hits for next year, 2023 cap hit. Bobby Wagner's 12 million. Note boom, 15. Allen Robinson, 18. Stafford, 20. Leonard Floyd, 22. Jalen Ramsey, 25. Aaron Donald, 26. Cooper Cup, 28. So that's eight players and just quick math off the top of my head eats up about 60, about two thirds of their entire salary cap is those eight players. And Alan Robinson's not any good. And Bobby Wagner's old. No booms. You know, like this is a disaster. I mean, I think your only choice is shut it, shut it down this year. But as you mentioned off the air, you don't even have a first round pick. 
I think you have to field offers in the offseason for Ramsey, Donald, Cop, uh, those type of dudes. I mean, you think Jalen Ramsey's going to hang out for a rebuild? <laughs> well, he's under contract, and, and things might be a million. little bit dicey there. Uh, I will say, so there's two big factors here. One is they don't have a first-round pick, so you're, you're not helping yourself at all by losing more games. Yeah. So I, I think it will be all full steam ahead, trying to mm-hmm. win as much as possible this year. Um, you're putting Stafford right back in as soon as he's healthy. As long as he clears Liar. protocol and, and as long as he's, he's not going to damage his arm further or something mm-hmm. like that, then yeah, absolutely. Cup, when he's ready to go, I'm sure he'll come back in there. Uh, and, you know, unless they're just completely, completely out of it towards the end of the season. And I don't know, we just got that news about the ankle surgery. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a four or six week thing or if this is, he's done anyway. But, and, yeah. you know, it's at least four weeks he's going on IR. Yeah. Um, Aaron Donald already tried to retire last offseason. I don't know if that was just a ploy with Good contract point. stuff, but uh, yeah, this is this is what you could kind of see coming is it could all fall apart, you know, sort of a house of cards and the stars and scrubs lineup. If the stars go away, you got scrubs left, right? And yeah. so, um, you know, and that's not a kind way to, to speak about the rest of the roster, but you kind of sure. know that there's not a lot of high draft picks, but that means there's not a lot of guys that need to get paid a lot either. So if you lop off some of those salaries, and, and I don't know exactly what each contract is like, but I'm sure yeah, I mean, Leonard Hicks, Floyd and um, Wagner, Bobby Robinson. Wagner, and a lot of those guys, like I, it's just we know how the NFL is, and the cap's going way up. I'm sure they won't have a problem getting under the cap, and they can kind of start over again like they look this year. But the thing is, is you have to fix your offensive line, and you have to get um, some more edge-rushing presence, and those are expensive things to do. So can you pay for those? You, do you don't have a lot of draft picks to spend, even though they try to give up future future first round picks on Brian Burns just a couple weeks ago at the deadline. So you know that they're still in it. So I think that's the mindset that's always going to be with this front office and head coaches. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to be in it until it just completely falls apart and they have no choice. So if they have a choice, I think the Rams are going to go for it. And I think that even is, is continuing on in week 11. I suppose. And I'm all for it while you're mathematically in it. You know I mean? I think that's the wrong message. You can't go to Aaron Donald and be like, ah, we're just going to start this other quarterback. And even though Stafford's in in practice firing fastballs, you know, but the second you're out of it, or I guess it's more of an off season thing than who are you shutting down right now is, or do you really think that a handful of mid round picks, second rounders, you know, moving some money around is going to get you back? Because you're not going to get Lyman. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I mean, you can't get Lyman unless you overpay for them or spend first-round picks on them, really. It's going to be basically the same group, you know. I mean, I think they're just in a dismal situation. And I think the only out is, hey, trade Jalen Ramsey to the Chiefs or something. You know what I mean? That might be the way to get the the pick they need to fix other problems, mm-hmm. but then you don't have the players that you need on the other side of the ball yeah. either. So that's that, that's where it's it rough. Very difficult, and I'm sure they'll go the veteran route as much as possible and, and mm-hmm. be able to move some cap stuff around. And the salary cap jumping up the next two seasons, I'm sure, will help them push some out into 2024 and beyond as far as cap hits go. They'll they'll find a way to do it, and I have a feeling they'll they'll retool and not rebuild this offseason. That's, that's just, the, just their makeup, yeah. The way they the, the way they are run, but. If you're the Panthers, you might have wanted to take that pick for Brad, for Brian Burns, those 24 and 2025 first round pick because be if first it all, all apart, that could be a high draft pick. And Absolutely. by the way, by the way, right now, if I'm not mistaken, the Detroit Lions pick is later than the Rams pick, and they own the Rams pick, so the Lions might be picking twice funny. in the top you know, five or ten picks this year. Yeah, that that that's a different conversation, but I find it funny that the Lions will probably earn a later pick than the Rams. 
and that the Seattle Seahawks are almost certainly going to earn a later pick than Denver. And the team that just was undefeated up until 24 hours ago owns the Saints pick, which is third overall right now. (laughs) I mean, they they throw Will Anderson on that offense defensive line. I mean, that's unbelievable. Jalen Carter, you know, it's going to be a big guy. There's some Saints news next. So let's get into the Hmm. Saints. And they're in a similar situation, right? They were in a bad cap situation, no first round picks. So let's talk Saints. What are they going to do at quarterback? And what is their outlook going forward? Are they much like the Rams going into 2023? Can we pause this podcast for just a second to talk about our friends at Built Bar? We're paused. We're good. We're ready to go. All right. Because (laughs) you got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors. You already know how good Built Bars are if you listen to this podcast. My favorite is just the, the standard peanut butter, one of the first flavors they rolled out. It's so awesome. But they've come with built granola bars now, Built Bar Puffs. And the newest flavors are Cookie Dough Topper, Coconut Brownie Bar, and coconut brownie topper and how about this for the holidays white chocolate peppermint granola and candy cane brownie puff it's unbelievable what the folks at built bar are able to do to bring you first of all just delicious bars and snacks that are high in protein but still shockingly low in sugar and low in calories most built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate have 17 grams of protein yet have only 130 calories in them so just sink your teeth into that and sink your brain into that. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing what Built is able to do. All the magical flavors, all of the holiday uh, flavors as well coming at you at Built.com. And you can get 15% off with our promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. So go to Built.com right now. Get 15% off your order by using promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. So, Matt, uh, this is another bit of news this morning that you informed me of before we went on the air. And it's amazing how similar their the, the front offices have have moved money around and done things with the, the Saints and, and gotten rid of future picks, the Saints and the Rams. They're, they're in a very similar spot right now where their plan coming into the year, no first round picks next year, didn't quite work out. And it looks like maybe the Saints are going to go back to Jameis Winston now because they have to basically um but clearly the quarterback thing hasn't worked out and again no first round picks to go get that quarterback of the future although the saints have a much better opportunity to gain picks next year than the rams because of sean payton yeah so if sean payton nets the rams say two first round picks in consecutive or the the saints if he nets the saints two consecutive first round picks in the next couple of years that's going to go a long way into helping the New Orleans Saints out of the situation they're in right now, which which looks pretty bleak post uh, Sean Payton. Very much so. I think it's a really interesting conversation. They played the Steelers this week, so I really dug into New Orleans for the last week. And Dalton's not the problem. I mean, he's actually like 10th in EPA. Like, he's having an okay year. They're putting up more points with Dalton than they were with Winston. But Dalton's not after uh, uh, he's not under contract next year. Winston is. Um, Dalton is what he is, though. You, you right. know what I mean? I mean yeah. he, he doesn't elevate anybody. He's you know he, he's uh, uh, as boring as they come. Basically, he's the perfect quarterback that you want as a stopgap. It's not um, that they can that you're not going to fall flat on your face with him at quarterback, and maybe mm-hmm. you're developing a guy behind him, and it's you know yeah, it's yeah. going to be the other guy's job at some point. And that's he's, not what the Saints have on their roster. He's Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I mean, there's yeah. a handful of those guys are fine, you know, but they're not the answer. 
Um, they also, as always, have massive cap issues too. They've got uh, seven dudes making 15 or more against the cap next year, including Michael Thomas making 28. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's whenever that makes sense to get that contract off the books, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be some yeah. dead money involved there. But I think next year is when you can start to do that, whether it's pre or post June 1st, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the Saints have shown us, you can move a lot of money around, which is where the Rams oh, yeah. might still be able to find an ability to bring in free agents and do what they need to do. Because the cap is somewhat real, but as it goes up to the next couple of off seasons, it's maybe a little bit less real than you realize when you see a team going into the off season, a hundred million dollars over the cap. It, that's not exactly the case. Right. 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 And the much of the cap applies to one, one of the 32 teams, the one in new Orleans, because they, <laughs> they mess with it every year. And I always joke, it's always Mardi Gras in new Orleans. No one cares about the hangover. Just win yeah. now. Trade your future picks for Alave and Penning. Sign everyone you possibly can. It'll be fine. Fun. Party it up. Um, here's my quick question to you, though. I know we're up against it. I know I like Winston more than I should, and I certainly like Winston more than you. But I still think there's a sliver of hope that he's a starting quarterback where there isn't with Dalton. It's time to find out. It's amazing that there's still a little unknown with Winston because yeah. of injuries and he had the LASIK and it looked really good to start last year and then injured again. And we still haven't seen the full thing. I would go to Winston just to yeah, see. Just and to see. Um, even though I kind of already know, and I'm sure they already know, and mm-hmm. you're, it's not Winston and Dalton, neither one are going to prevent you from getting that quarterback, but you might not have the assets to get that quarterback in the offseason. And I'll definitely concede that Sean Payton with Winston's better than current construction with Winston. And I think that's maybe (laughs) the overvalued, hey, let's bring all of his assistants and just elevate them and we're good. I think Sean Payton was pretty important. Although he hadn't won that much since the prime Drew Brees era either. No, you're right. You're right. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. You got questions. We've got answers. Hit us with your Twitter questions or YouTube comments for tomorrow's mailbag right here. Peacock and Williamson.